0: God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. Maybe you've uh, used one of those age apps where you can enter your photograph and then the app gives you a picture of what you will look like in 20, 30, 40 years. (laughs) Those are truly brave people, or maybe they just hate themselves who uh, engage in such apps. And by the time we know whether the app is accurate or not, probably the technology will be outdated if it is not already. The premise of that is that you can have some idea of what your face is going to look like in 40 years. Now, I don't know how accurate that is, but at least you have some metric by which to guess what the future will be. You know, having a self-awareness about what we are, and therefore, by extension, what we will be, is not a bad thing. You know, I've often thought that people become more like themselves the older they get. Uh, Maybe your granddad is uh, extremely sweet, or you know an older person who is extremely sour. And essentially what it is, is just an exaggeration of what has always been there. I have noted that of myself. Uh, Traits that may have been somewhat submerged when I was 10 years old are really prominent now. It's always been there. It's just that they've been cultivated or they've been ignored. And in either way, they have grown as I grew. They become more pronounced. I often say about we as people, you know, we're all playing our parts flawlessly. Uh, Take any given situation. Here's a dad and his son and his daughter or uh, uh, someone and their coworker and some situation comes up, it is amazing how remarkably you can predict what each person will do because they're doing so consistent with their character and consistent with an entire lifetime of history. So all I'm saying is it does not take a rocket scientist to know what may lie ahead. Uh, Take your genetics. Okay, so whatever a person struggles with when they're 70, 80, 90 years old, A lot of that was in seed form in their body when they were 10, they just did not know it. Now can a person know their makeup, know their blood work, know their genetics, and do something to change their outcomes when they're 10 years old? In some cases, perhaps so. Can they do the same thing when they're 50 years old? Perhaps so, but much less likely. Now I'm not saying that you're doomed to your past, you're doomed to your genetics, you're doomed to what your family has been or that you're automatically blessed because you have good genetics or you have a good family. Uh, there's so much about the future we cannot predict. However, I will say, you know the future in many ways, and it is now. As an example of this, I think about Judges chapter 14. It's the story of Samson or Sonny. He was a judge in Israel, probably the most well-known judge in Israel, certainly among them. And the Bible tells us about uh, Samson's Uh, wedding, so to speak, uh, uh, to a Philistine woman. The Bible says in verse 16, And Samson's wife wept before him and said, Thou dost but hate me, and lovest me not. Thou hast put forth a riddle unto the children of my people, the Philistines, and hast not told it me. And he, Samson, said to her, Behold, I have not told it my father nor my mother, and shall I tell it thee? Now he had a, a history of not telling his dad or mom, verses six and nine. There were other things he had not told them. My point is, without even getting into the story, the context of what this was, if you are familiar with the story, and I left out the word wife, you might well think this is a woman named Delilah. She was at the end of Samson's life. In other words, what you find here is precisely what you find at the end of Samson's life. Uh, Samson would live to plead self. You find that in the very first verses of his story. And God would intervene and overrule to accomplish his purpose through Samson. Now, God God is going to win with or without us. But my point is that the story, which we haven't even explained, essentially it is Samson had a secret, a woman wept, and he relented and that gave occasion to uh, fight the enemies of God. Now, here's the point. You know, the future, you, you look at Samson's story, you know, many of us uh, don't remember ever hearing the story for the first time, and that's a disadvantage because we think we already know everything that there is to know about Samson. We think we know the plot, and therefore we know the application, and maybe that's true. But even if you would never read Samson's story before, even if the verses I've read are obscure to you and you're not sure what I'm talking about, suffice it to say that um, Samson, had a pattern, a pattern of pleasing self, a pattern of not listening to father and mother, um, a pattern of having weakness for women. There are at least three that are written in Samson's story and none of these were, were good things, none of them were. And yet, if I were to say, what was Samson's greatest weakness? You might well say, well, it was women. And I would say wrong, no, Samson's weakness was he would not listen. He did not accept the guidance that God had provided for him And of course, he was then prey to all of his, his uh, basest uh, instincts. Uh, So Samson was a man who didn't listen and therefore ended up in an inevitable position. Samson's death after his being rendered helpless by this woman, Delilah, is very much presaged by the story we read in Judges 14, which is to say Samson was just utterly consistent. All it took was time like some thing you have in your body that just takes time and opportunity to become a danger so samson had things in his life things in his temperament things in his in his uh relationship with god with others that were going to come to fruition so you know the future and it is now if that's true and i think it is three things i think we need to do number one we need to listen Samson saw this woman. She was a Philistine and the enemies of, of, of God. And uh, he said rather abruptly to his parents, I want her. Get her for me for a wife. And his parents objected, saying, Isn't there ever a woman uh, among the daughters of your, your brethren uh, that you go to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistines? And he said, Get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. He didn't listen. Friend, all of us have people in our lives who are authorities, regardless of your age, and all of us have people in our lives to whom we should at least listen. If, if Samson would have listened, then perhaps the outcome for him personally would have been different. Now, again, God is going to win one way or the other. God was going to overrule. God was going to have victory on the Philistines, but it wasn't victory for Samson. It wasn't obedience from Samson. Samson was disregarding his Nazarite vows left and right, probably at this wedding feast that we read of in chapter fourteen. Certainly, in touching the carcass of a dead lion, and in a number of other things, he didn't listen. I have to tell you, the older I get, the harder it is for me to listen to people. I know it works for me. I I, I know I don't have as much time ahead of me as I had when I was fifteen. And so it's hard for me to listen, but I, I think all of us need to listen because the future is now. We know the future. W- what trajectory are you on? We have a camp. I live in Tennessee. We also have a camp in northern Arizona, in Williams, Arizona, on the lovely Mogollon Rim, among uh, Ponderosa Pines and oftentimes snow and uh, sizable mountains. Okay, but from here to there, 1,600-mile trip, all I have to do is go up to the Mother Road, I-40, take a left and drive for two days. You know, your road has a destination. And that's why we need to look at the signs. We need to be, we, we need to listen. Second of all, we need awareness, an awareness of self. Now, I'm happy to say you are not a slave to your past. You're not a slave to your genetics. There are things that can change. But reading Samson's story, I'm reminded of how often I look at myself and others and think, I will never change, or they will never change. They're you know, they, they've they had experience and they just don't seem to learn. Or I've had experience and I just don't seem to learn. Can I just tell you something? You're not a slave to your genetics. You're not a slave to your history. You're not a slave to your background. You're not a slave. But you need to be aware of what you are. Samson seems not to have done that. We need to listen. We need to be aware, self-aware. Not self-absorbed, which is a very different thing, but self-aware. And then we need God's Spirit uh, to help us for battles within. Now, the Spirit of God came upon Samson in, on a number of occasions, and there's so many contrasts in Samson's story his incredible supernatural power, and then on the other hand, his utter weakness of character. The fact that God's Spirit came upon him, and the fact that he was disobedient to God. This was a different dispensation and a different day than the one in which we live. My point is. If God, the Holy Spirit, would have enabled Samson to defeat Philistines, could that same God not help Samson defeat the enemies within? I just want to tell you, usually I'm most concerned about other people and external threats, but the greatest threats are usually within my own my own sinful heart. We need God's spirit for battles within. Uh, God had supernatural power for Samson to lift city gates from their roots to defeat huge numbers of of enemies with meager resources to do incredible things. And these are all nonsense if there's not a God. If there is a God, then of course Samson could be used by God to do these things. So the same God that gave supernatural strength to Samson to defeat uh, the oppressive enemy is the same God that, that can help you defeat the enemies that may be within. You know the future... And it is now. It is not unchangeable. But if we're going to have the kinds of change that are necessary in life, we need to listen, we need to be self-aware, and we need the Spirit of God to help us with battles that are within.